right, Mr. Barker. So if I told you on, let's say at the start of the year, opening day, maybe even a little later, if I told you that on August 28th, the Blue Jays would be two and a half, settle down. <laughs> you're, you're at work now. Okay? You're off vacation. Ah. So, you know. Don't remind me. If I had told you that on August 28th, the Blue Jays would be two and a half games out, <laughs> not a first place, not a second place in the AL East, mm. but two and a half games out of the wild card spot. If I had said that to you, what, what would your response have been back then? Well, well it's, first thing I'd say is welcome back to me. Well, you're saving them hard questions for later. Uh, you you send all right these the you send all these questions. Don't forget to ask me this. Don't what, forget right to ask out me of the that. Gate. Okay, here here's my here's my answer. To that the, the very first thing I would ask you is is how long Vladdy's been hurt. That'd be the first thing I'd say. Right. And then my my second question would be, is who got fired first, the pitching <laughs> coach or the hitting coach? How's that? And yeah. none of those things have happened. No. <laughs> like, none of those things have happened. I mean, no. if anything, Pete Walker should get a race. Like, if anything, he yeah. should get more money for what he's done this year. And now the the hitting coach and that whole part, that's a whole different story. But, yeah, I can understand why you'd be asking me this question right right out the gate here. And and the way the teams looked and the way they're scoring runs. And I think in August they're or not the scoring and, runs. Yeah, and, and scoring runs a little over four four runs a game. It's just not going to get it done this time of the year when the pressure is sort of being thrown on every single pitch that they throw and and every move that John makes is you know it's it's like binoculars. Everybody's looking at him. Well, why'd you do that? What? What? Why are we doing all these kind of things? So yeah, I can understand why you'd ask that question. Not a good question, but I can understand it's why you It's a great question. It's a question that it's a question. I can understand why you'd ask. It's the only thing anybody wanted me to ask you out of the gate is ask Barker about yes. that. Ask Barker well, about that. All right, I'll ask my, you about that. That was my answer. I could ask you about tonight's lineup. But uh, before we the do that. easy. Yeah, before we do that, uh, you know, again, welcome back. This is Blair and Barker again. Uh, the Jays are starting a three-game series tonight against the Washington Nationals. Pay no attention to the record. <laughs> the Washington Nationals. Eh, the Washington Nationals are. I'm a big guy that raises my eh, hand and says I don't care what their record is. Yeah, but I, what I'm saying is they're 61 and 70. They're they've been playing better than that. They're lately. 27th in baseball in ERA. You're playing at home. You're supposed to be yeah, winning yeah, a yeah. World Series. Yeah, we've we but let's forget about what their record is. This yeah. is the time. That was what we were seeing in May. Now we have to at least talk about this. In stuff. May? It's a three-game series. Mm. A three-game series. The Jays coming off a series loss to the Cleveland Guardians, a team that they were supposed to handle, uh, losing yesterday 10-7 and 11 innings in a game that, uh, to me, like there have been there are losses and bad losses and horrible losses and wins and good wins. But to me, losing 10-7 and 11 innings in a day where I basically emptied my bullpen um, that felt like a gut punch. The um, the atmosphere in that ballpark uh, in the bottom of the 11th was resignation. There was literally nobody, nobody hanging around who thought the Jays were going were gonna to come back and win that game. 10-7 uh, loss to the Cleveland Guardians in 11 innings. 
today's lineup. It's a corker. Today's lineup against the Washington Nationals. George Springer leading off. Brandon Belt's a DH. Vladdy's at first. Davis Schneider is your cleanup hitter. And at third base, Whit Merrifield is in the fifth spot and at second. It's Varsho, Jansen, Ernie Clement gets the start at shortstop. Kevin Kiermeyer is in center field. Matt Chapman has gone on the IL with right middle finger inflammation. Ben Nicholson-Smith reporting that Bo Bichette is getting an MRA, an MRA, an MRI. Might as well get an MRA too while you're at it. Getting an MRI on his right quad today. That's, it's, this, yeah, this isn't the, this isn't. I have trouble with uh, with initials. You yeah, should know that. Or with, with letters. Capital letters always, you know. Anyhow, uh, he's having an MRI in his right quad today. This is a different injury from the knee that sidelined him. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Jays will have a better idea after how to proceed following the MRI. And uh, right now, Bo Bichette is like all of us. He is day-to-day. Mm-hmm. Uh this sucks. <laughs> what we're seeing right now, this sucks, doesn't it? Like, this is not. This is this is to, no bueno. This lot, is not good. This is n- to, nothing good. Not a, much good is happening. There's a lot to unpack here. I, I I don't know exactly where you want me to start. I mean, you, you I think you're reading the lineup and going real slow over the cleanup hitter for a reason. So maybe we'll start there. Like it. Look, there, well, I, listen. Right. I understand. There's no. There's so no other. Read there's it, no other option. Read it slow. Read it like it's on the piece of paper and don't stop when he's got a couple of home runs the last couple of days and nobody else is. And Santiago Espinal's one for his last 17, five for his last 34. That's all right. Clement, have you ever watched him hit? He's got an idea. He stays up the big part of the field. He'll catch the ball when it's hit to him. Like right now, John's going to do whatever. You can look at me however you want to look at me. This is why they're doing this. If Santiago Espinal was not one for his last 17 and swung at a 3-0 pitch, when you're not supposed to be swinging at 3-0 pitches with who's on the on-deck circle, yeah. That's, All right, let's... That's let's, exactly what... This is what happens. You don't play the next day. Okay, let's talk about yesterday's game. Uh, the issues surrounding yesterday's game. Uh, obviously, John Schneider getting torched on uh, social media. Yeah, it's his fault. Um, Kevin, Kevin can't bunt. What, uh, uh, Kevin can't turn a double play in the third inning. Uh, Brandon bailed up, up, up five... Four in the seventh innings, chasing pitches on a guy that throws submarine. Vladdy popping out on a ninety-one mile an hour fastball. These are John's fault. Like every once in a while, even and you, I, you, you have to. I get why. Why he's going to take the blame for all of this? Well, he's the point man it, for this. It, that's it, that's it, it is, part of the the for, deal. For for me, they're not performing. Like you point the finger at all them coaches you want to point at. You watch the game like we do, and like true Blue Jays fans do. Occasionally, yeah, you can say he brought this guy in when he wasn't supposed to. He should be playing the babe more often. Okay, if that's what you want to point your finger at. But for me, the at-bats that you're having in the seventh inning, the ninth inning, those are the at-bats that championship teams have better at-bats, and that, for me, you point the finger at the player. That's got nothing to do with the manager. Absolutely nothing. Zero. That's an e- He's an easy target. He's a big man, good talker. Uh, this time of the year, you're looking to point the finger at somebody, not me. Like, that's the thing, right, is set your feet in the third inning if you're calving a little bit better because of who's running down the first baseline. You turn that, it's 2 nothing. It's yeah. not 2-2. Two, two. Like, it's little things in games. You set your angle on your barrel to bunt a guy over. 
the right way when it matters the most. Like, runner on second base, you want the third baseman to come in and basically, field the baseball you're, you're basically and throw the ball turning, first. You're turning it into a track meet between the shortstop and the Not, dude at second base on the wheel even, play. You don't even have to do that. That's that's why the shortstop will follow the runner. That's what I'm and saying. And trying to make that play, but it's not really. All you got to do is get him to feel it. If you set the angle right, it's almost like he forgot who he was, was supposed to bunt it to. And that's Kevin's strength is baseball IQ. He sets it like this before the left. He threw it towards the first baseman. That's a no. I don't care who's playing first. Like, that's an easy yeah. play for a left-handed first baseman to come in and field it and throw it to third. It's little things like that. Again, we can point the finger at John all you want. John's not the reason why they're two and a half games out of a wild card spot. They're not. They're scoring four and a, a little over four runs in August. That's John. Like, every once in a while, you got you to take a step back and go, hey, like, maybe the, the guys that are in the lineup – they're just not getting it done. Like this is this this is sort of where we're at. They have the best pitching staff in baseball. I think we can stop saying and, and maneuvering around it and say where well, they're this, that, and no. They're the best pitching staff in baseball. They score about four runs a game. It's just not good enough in the American League this time of the year. And when you got like Seattle scoring over six runs and you got Houston who's healthy, you got the Red Sox who's scoring a bazillion runs and are breathing down your neck like that's why I said, like, these at-bats, again, you can you can say that it's John's fault, that Santiago Espinal even would even have to look down at the third-base coach and say on a 3-0 count with a dude at first late in the game, take the pitch. It just, it's mind-blowing to me. Like, I, the scoreboard when you are not an everyday player tells you all you need to know. What about, what about, Got me all fired up some 10 minutes into this. That's thing. good. I like that. What about pitching to, and this came up too, and I, I don't know how I feel about this, pitching to Cole, Cole Calhoun with with uh, with first base open, um, you know, it, and then instead of going righty and righty, I mean, it, good Lord, if I'm going to be, if I'm going to be scared of Cole Calhoun, and, and I understand Calhoun and, and Ramon Laureano had, had decent series, but Jesus, man, I'm going to be scared of, 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 those two dudes. And I'm going to yeah, navigate say, my way around them. You I'm, could say uh, don't throw a slider right down the middle. You could say that too. Like, yeah, but I'm not but I'm not I'm not necessarily going to put it going to put them on. It would make a little sense if you got a guy on the mound who throws sliders, who's right-handed and a lefty's two for three coming up with second and third. Yeah, it would make a little sense with two outs. You'd rather face the right than you would your lefty. Again, you can and point the Jay finger Jackson, at that. That's, that's, but again, that's fair. That's again, fair. He's been really good against lefties. That's fair. I guess you, again, if that's what you yep. want to do, and that's the only thing you can hang your hat on is to point the finger at the manager, then go ahead. But this time of the year, it's about execution. And when you don't execute, but Kevin, you get beat. This is the thing. Let me play devil's advocate here. All we heard in spring training is attention to detail, attention to detail, attention to if detail, Kevin attention Bishop to detail. It to the right person, they won yesterday. There's your detail. Like uh, again, maybe it's, it's the player. I don't know. They, they put the right play on. You're, you're counting you're when you're, you're supposed you're, you're to counting bunt. and then bring somebody in from third base. I mean, I, yeah, I guess so. You make it easier for the guy standing on the on deck circle, which would have been Santiago Espinal. Like there were a couple of things yesterday as well. Buck pointed this out in the telecast that really. And, and I, I got to say this. They were facing Noah Syndergaard, who got DFA'd after the game. The, the at-bat that drove me around the bend, and it gets lost in the shuffle. You might know about it. 
Syndergaard's given up a home run to Springer. There's two outs. Now, Matt Chapman draws a walk. So, Kevin, there was a center cut. There, there was a pitch that basically said, hit me, hit me hard and hit me far. And I, I've seen this a couple of times from Matt Chapman. The whole and, and, and Buck mentioned this, and I was thinking about Josh Donaldson, not because he plays third base, but because Josh Donaldson was the guy who got me to stop thinking about how great a nine-pitch at bat was. Mm-hmm. If the second pitch of the at bat was one, you should have driven now, into the now, seats. Now remember, they put Chapman on the IL today. Yeah, I remember I, that. I, I I get that, but he was good enough to play. Well, he was he, good enough to be he, out there. He was doing what he thought he had to do to go out and help a baseball team. I, I will say this: uh, Matt Chapman's had one double-digit RBI month. Yep, that was the first month of the season. And for me, that's all is you he need still, to know. Is he still among the team leaders and no hit at bats with runners in scoring position? He's got like ten more than the guy in second place. So I, I, again, you never want to see anybody get hurt, but. Right now, he's not helping. So maybe sometimes, occasionally, when you you might need a spark, you know, it's a little easier to, you know, when a guy's not 100% to just say, okay, go f- try and figure out how to get 100%. So now we can, when you do come back, maybe you can right. help drive in some runs, hit some crooked home runs, those kind of things, and help us win a baseball game. So, yeah, it's, it's again, those at-bats when a dude is hurt, it's very hard. Let- but the numbers don't lie when he's okay. only had one double-digit RBI month. Let me ask you this. Okay, that's fair. And plays third. That's fair. And by the way, we're going to be joined by Ben Wagner later on at 6 o'clock. And I got to ask Ben about Ben Nicholson-Smith's tweet that Vladdy was fielding grounders at third base. Yeah. I sometimes, I, you know, guys do every now and Hell, Marcus Stroman used to field ground balls at third base. Uh, during batting practice, but I, I, we'll, we'll try to find out if there was something purposeful Crazy. to that. Maybe, jo- maybe John Schneider, maybe John Schneider will uh, will, will address that. Uh, getting the best hitters in the um, lineup. Yeah, but but that's what, what that's I'm saying about. is that's still uh, da- uh, again. David Snyder is hitting. Yeah, I, if you have to put Belt at first, put Vladdy at third to get Snyder in the lineup. That's fine. You do it. Yeah, but I mean, it's news that Vladdy's fielding balls at third base because I guarantee you, Kevin Barker, you never thought Vladdy would play game at third base this year. Well, I never thought I'd see Jays. his foot in the middle of the bag all the time. Um, so anyhow, Ben Nicholson or Ben Wagner will join us. Jim Duquette will be along at 630 as well. MLB Network radio analyst, former MLB GM. We're going to take a look around the AL wildcard race. We, we're, we've we shelled the, in the East because the wow. East is, you know, yeah, stick a fork oh, in there. Yeah, you can. Yeah, it, but let's, let's not even talk about it anymore. Let's not even talk about <laughs> it anymore. That That's a good idea. All right. Let's look ahead. Um, one of the things we've seen in baseball this year, and we're seeing it, we're, we're seeing it today. The Boston Red Sox apparently have called up their number three prospect, who's a uh, uh, very fast, good defensive vote. Is it Sedani Raffaella? Um, <clears throat> very fast, uh, considered to be an elite defender, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. 870 OPS across AA and AAA. Anyhow, my point is they've brought, they've brought him up. Mm-hmm. Now, and they're two games back of the Jays. Yep. They're bringing up one of their prospects. And they've had luck with that. Tristan Casas has come up, Ron Bayo. I mean, they've, yeah. their prospects have helped them. In any way, if you're the Blue Jays, uh-huh. are you looking at Orelvis Martinez or Addison Barger coming up here? If these injuries, you know, uh-huh. Bo's going for an MRI. If he ends up going on the IL, Chapman's already on the IL. 
are you thinking at all of bringing up one of your prospects? Now, I have asked that question, and it sounds like there's rumblings of if you can hit a fastball with a dude standing at second, yeah, they're going to think about it. They're going to they're going to give you quality at bats, but there are also some rumblings. Now, I don't know who this person would be that they could call up a guy, a position player who could steal a base late in a game. No idea who that would be because I didn't really ask. I was a little bit more shocked about hearing that. I'm sure the the pitcher would be Chad Green. That yeah. would be the person that would get called up. What about Addison Barger or well, Elvis Martinez or a, maybe even Spencer Horowitz? That's a can they steal a base? That's the thing, right? Is that they got enough swing and miss. They got enough. So they, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but there yeah. there's some talk about what's how how you're trying to make your team better. And I would think maybe bringing a dude up who can steal. If I've got Chapman and Bichette healthy, maybe. But man, it, I, I well, I'm sure if, if Chapman I'm, and Bichette I'm sure are out, it's changed the conversation yeah. when your everyday guys are getting would you hurt? Would you, you do what you have to do? You're going to pick the out okay. of those three names, you picked the best one. Okay, because I was going to say there are there are two ways to look at this. There are two ways to look at this. And one, and the Rays have always talked about this, bringing up a young guy, bringing up a guy from within your organization when things are going well as opposed to going poorly. Because you join, you're, you come up here. here yeah. Here's the problem I have. If the Jays were to announce today they're bringing a Relvis Martinez and Addison Barger up, you know what it's going to look like. It's going to look like one. You're panicking at the best. Well, they can only bring up one. They can bring Two, a position player and one pitcher, right? Well, I mean, if if Bo goes on the IL, there you go. They got two. I, I don't think it's about that anymore. And 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 they've like the 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 mindset of young players have changed since okay. I played. Like they, I I was I was thinking about both. How do I handle being a big leaguer, and how do I stay being a big leaguer? They don't think that way anymore. Like they're they're they thinking that they're big leaguers when they're in their twenties, like Relvis Martinez. You ever? I I was around him. In I know. Spring I remember training. your story. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like you said, he's talking like Javi Baez. He looks like him. He's like bat the ball skills, and Vladdy is like yelling and screaming about how good he is. If he's that good, and he can help a team get a big hit in the eighth inning, if one of those three guys can come off a bench and hit a dude that throws hard and can drive in a run, absolutely. It's not. It's not about feelings anymore. About mindsets. None of that. Like if you think the guy's talented enough, and you can call him up, he can help your team. I think they're gonna. They'd be willing to do anything at this point. I think it's about scoring runs because again, I'm not saying about wasting the the pitching. The pitching's really good. It's keeping them in games. It's the only reason why they're even relevant. Now let's be honest. And now with Bo out and Chapman's had the year he's had. Vladdy looks like maybe he's turning the corner a little, mm-hmm. right? He's a little bit more connected. That's the thing, right, is I've asked around about, you know, the conditioning and, you know, the appearance, the way he looks. Is it is it different? No. Nope. I asked the manager that. The manager said he stands right beside the scale when he's getting weighed. No. And I asked if I could say that on radio. He said, absolutely. Clear that up and say he's the exact same he was last year. So I've cleared that up. We don't have to answer that question anymore. So it's not that. And they think more. it's more about mechanics, the connection between the hands and the lower half. When the foot goes, the hands go. It's not separated. Like the foot goes, and then there's a pause with the hands, and the hands are playing catch-up, and that's why he hits a bunch of ground balls because he's not getting to his finish. And he they're trying to get that a little bit more connected. So maybe it looks like now he has hit some breaking balls and and – 
You know, that should change up he hit in the second deck. I mean, that's right down the middle. I could hit that. So let's not get too excited about yeah. that. But it is, it looks like his takes are a little bit better. He's a little bit more connected. He starts the same. It looks the same. Small thing, but at least maybe looks because better where than Bo's it did at, where earlier. Chapman's at, absolutely. Yeah. And now it's just simplifying it and laying off the uh, the pitcher's pitch and getting the one down the middle. He gets that because see, see the thing is that he's that, a little better. I, I mean, the, the thing that that I mean, these injuries are always going to be frustrating. But the thing about the timing of these injuries that for me kind of stinks is Vladdy. We are at least seeing some power from Vladdy. I think George Springer looks like September. It appears to me he looks like September George Springer. Timing's a lot better. Um, and now, right. and, and I love, listen, I loved what I saw at a Springer in the middle of the order. And now because of the injuries, he's in, he's in the leadoff spot. So Yeah, I don't think that's um, why he's in the leadoff spot. He's, he's in the leadoff spot because well, Merrifield's had yeah, a really bad month. That's why. Well, but that's that, nothing to do with the injury. It doesn't. They were going to – sounds to me like when I talked to John they were gonna on move Friday, into the they, were gonna, they were going to do it anyway. Just because uh, the way Wits looked, they were, that was a short-term thing. Mm. That was what was best for the team. George was always going to be the leadoff hitter because of what George has done in the leadoff spot in his career. That was uh, – it's better for the team to get the on-base guys on, maybe in front of Bo, and you're trying to do that thing, what's best for the team. So doesn't sound like this has anything to do with the in- injury. It's more about – it's performance driven. You're trying to get the best hitters more at bats, and you're trying to put the other guys to have. Man, I can't believe I'm saying this to what we thought was going to be the, one of the best lineups in baseball. There, a lot of the times here, I think they're throwing names against the wall and hoping that they put the right name in the right spot. And that's why Wits in the five hole. Like it makes no sense. It makes no sense that David Snyder, David Snyder, excuse me, is in the cleanup spot. But he's hit two home runs last three games. They're going to do that the rest of the season. So stop looking at where they're hitting in the order. It's basically about this guy's doing this. If he's hitting and can protect another guy that's hot, and you can stack them back to back, and maybe have Whit Merrifield, who's one of your better. Uh, hitters with runners in scoring position, to where now he doesn't have to get on base three times. He can get one big hit instead. So it gets back to what me and you've been talking about. Play for the big inning, um, and they're trying to work that lineup around to get the best out of every single one of those guys. It's a lot. Knowing how you feel about how hard it is to come off the bench and hit. And it's how just to do in baseball. Uh, yeah, and, and I agree. Uh, but just how hard it is in general to to play when you've been given some time off. That's tough. How su- not surprised. How um how much do you admire Davis Schneider for being able to do what he's done? Cuz he didn't play for a couple of days. What did he, what did he play for? He was out for 6 yeah, days. Yeah, I got a theory on that. I, 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 that's why I, I want he to might, ask. he might be a little bit like Santiago Espinal. You can't abuse him. The the more they see him, the easier he is to get out. Like, you give him a little – I'm not saying you don't play him, and I don't no, say it's I, fun to watch when he's doing things because I'm rooting for him. I was, uh, I we was all David are. Snyder. Like, yeah, it was – I mean, he's come basically out of nowhere. And it's real simple, right? I'm it's like Kevin I'm, Pilar. I'm looking for a fastball. I'm going to adjust everything else. At least that gives me a chance. That's all I want. I want a chance to, to have success, have a positive move towards the baseball, be on time with velocity, and sort of everything else because I'm somewhat talented will take care of itself. Yeah, I it's I just think you know, you're again this gets back to your playing the hot hand. If everybody was healthy, 
and doing their thing, you're probably not going to see him hitting cleanup. You're probably not seeing him have the opportunities he's, he's having. Give him credit. Like the little toe tap thing he has, and that's a toe tap. A toe tap's a negative move. Dalton Varsho has a stride separation. Like there's... Everybody's saying it's a toe it's tap. It's not. It's a stride separation. A toe tap is Bryce Harper, Matt Chapman, Davis, Babe Schneider. There's somebody else in here. And Lotus, I refuse to use the word Babe Schneider. Yeah, well, I mean, he's, he's, it's fun. Yeah. I want to root for him. But it's he's not a, fun. He's a, he's, a, he's a really nice dude. He is, and but you don't throw that name off. around. I, it's, like the whole, middle name. it's like the whole Brandon Belt MVP thing. Uh, it's self-proclaimed. Uh, James, so, big game shields. That's that's a bit much. Uh, yeah, it's self-proclaimed. Look, that, it's, just call me big game. That's just call me big game, give, James Shields. Which Varsho and I listened to a little bit of the show. You didn't give him props. He's been doing better. He's been, okay. He's been absolutely okay. So, okay's better than what it was. The the what do you mean I haven't given him props. The two or three months in between. You're the, the one that comes the and goes. Ah, on the you, know, you you boy, you all in on you all in on this guy because he had three good games. You're like that all the time. You all in on uh, Nate Pearson because he had three good games. Yeah, I, you're Nate right had. about that. I know, but that's mm. a bad example. But you know what I mean. Mm, my breath. You all in. Right. I, th- I I think sometimes we we have to. It's real easy to be super negative. And when we should give credit to guys who try to adjust and try and do the best well, they can. Well, he has. Dar- give, Dalton Varsha. Give, uh, give the organization credit. They, they've, they've been real lenient with, and now obviously they don't have anybody else. I was going to say, <laughs> like, yeah. That's, that's it, too. He's a really good defender in the outfield. He, he saves games that way. And it's nice that he's starting to do things offensively because his head's not moving as much. What that was is basically – he has a giant hole, which is up. We all know that. You cheat to try and get to that. Head moves a lot. Ball moves a lot. You miss by a lot. By having the stride separation, which not a toe tap. Toe tap has a negative move and it's a consistent move, a constant move. It never stops. His is a forward move that stops. He tries to get better rotation, which is not always the greatest thing. But give you basically credit. spent all week fuming about the toe tap, didn't it's, you? I look, it's... Because I've, I've tried everything in baseball, you know? So Buck said uh, going into the series, the Jays need to go 12 or 3. 12 and 3 or the season was over. They got to go 11 and 1. They got to go 11 that and 1. That was three now. days ago he I said know. that. Yeah. So he's got to go 11 and he's 1. He's right, isn't he? The, well, the next four series, they are facing the worst pitching in all of baseball. It's not even close. All of baseball. 11 and 1. Uh, like I, we, uh, <laughs> there's no more excuses. Like I'm with, I'm with Buck. Like, and then you got the games coming up in the American League East, and we all know what that looks like. So yeah, this is where they're gonna. This the Seattle's of the world, Houston's of the world, the Red Sox of the world. They beat bad teams. The the Rays of the world. They beat the teams they're supposed to beat a lot. You like my Rays, by the way. Hey, you notice how? I, do you have any idea how they went? I've got no idea. I don't either. I got no idea. I mean, they're they're like sort of in the middle of the pack and pitching. I'd they're, be looking at I'd be looking at garbage cans and computers and things right cra- about now it's with not the Rays. Go there, but it's it's. Well, you know, I mean, I. Speaking uh, of the Rays, I think their khakis are a lot better than everybody else's khakis. Took me 27 minutes to drop. It does pretty good. You got a khaki in. It could be. It could be. Maybe I think got, that's what it is. You think they got better quality? You think they're buying? I, they're I buying. Think, the, they're buying their khakis at at like you know a better quality store I, than I, some of the other. I think khakis. they communicate better with coaching staffs, with players, and amongst 
the khakis. You know, I think there's a little bit of give and take there, which a lot of organizations wink, un- wink, don't have a lot of that. I think you're un- I think you're being unduly hard on the khakis. I'm going to stick up for the khakis mm. for a bit. Uh, it is Blair and Barker. It you is Monday. Soft. The Jays. I have got since I soft. left a I week have. ago. The Jays are starting a three-game series against the against the Washington Nationals. The former Montreal Expos are in town. Josiah Gray against Kevin Gossman what tonight. What could go wrong? <laughs> what could go wrong? Jays have the Nationals just where they want them. I do. Uh, we're going to take a break and come back. We got a new thing we're going to run out today. Yes. I haven't heard this whole. I haven't heard this yet. I, I'm told that it's, uh, it's awesome. Well, that's what you've been. Yeah, I'm, told, I'm told that, that you're. Awesome. I'm told that you had a hand in the planning of this. Of course so I did. Awesome is, yeah. Every segment we'll on this show that's awesome, I had a hand in it. Oh, you want to take, take us to break then? <laughs> no, I don't get paid as much as you. So, I don't know about that. We we all have our sweet spot. Byron Barker on Sportsnet Five Ninety, the fans, Sportsnet Radio Network. You nailed it. Dive deep into Toronto sports and the NFL. The J.D. Bunkus Podcast. Subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm a little worried about this. I got to admit. I don't like when I'm uh, when I come in and I got the three clowns giggling, <laughs> Andrew Hall and Mark Boffo and and uh, Barker hanging around giggling. Uh, uh, I don't know that that kind of, especially when there's a microphone involved. Yeah, yeah, they were making fun of me. Oh, yeah, they're making fun of you. Absolutely. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> you'll 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 know why in a minute. Yeah, am I going to be okay doing this? Like, we're not going to get in any any trouble doing this. There's n- nothing's been nope. violated. Nothing. Mm-mm. All right. No, we're good. Normally we do in the east, but ah, that's the okay. hell's the point. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be clear. So uh, instead, we're going to look at the wild card race around the wild, what the wild. Nailed that. That makes no sense. Absolutely, it does. Around it's the wild, 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 wild card. Wild. Why wouldn't you just say around the wild card? It's too easy. The things I do are never easy. Okay. I mean, and it's catchy, and the music makes no sense. Oh, this is great. Well, the music it's we like wanted a to use, we could or something like that. So, well, man, I mean, I don't know how I feel about this. I think I'm going to go back and just do it in the east. <laughs> You go ahead. Uh, when it comes to the Toronto Blue Jays' chances in the AL East, I think we ought to uh, leave it to that old baseball philosopher, Bob mm-hmm. Melvin, right? Oh, yeah. You know what he said this weekend when he was asked to sum up the San Diego Padres' postseason aspirations? I love this quote. We continue to just play and hope we get into a good stretch. We haven't at this point. Like you said, there's 30 games left. There's really no no reason to even look at the standings at this point in time. Let's just keep playing, keep playing, hoping something something breaks that we haven't been able to do basically the entire season. Well, there you go. S- stick that on the clubhouse wall. That is Bob Melvin. With uh, He could be talking he's about never, any number of teams. Yeah, he's never changed. He was my bench coach when, when I first got called up with the Brewers, and he sounds... to. 
today or in that segment like he did 25 years ago when I first got called out. That's awesome. Yeah. That's exactly how it's supposed to. That sort of sounds like the Blue Jays. Well, it should. It should. Uh, alas, for the Blue Jays, uh, I mean, what Bob Melvin said is true insofar as the AL East is concerned. Folks, that ship has not only sailed, it's disembarked its passengers and is on the way home. No, it's time for us here. We're going to turn the page and focus on the wild card, which as of today sees Kevin Barker's Blue Jays two and a half games out of the last postseason berth in the Yale. The Jays are ten and a half back of the Orioles, late behind the Rays. The Rays. Did you see what happened yesterday in the Rays-Yankees game? Oh, the Rays. Bullies on the block. Bullies on the block. And, uh, well, I kind of like what Brandon Lau said after the game about the the back and forth with the Yankees, the two dugout clearing incidents, the fact that the Yankees have hit like 12 Rays hitters this year. All right, Brandon, we got to talk about the end there. It did get a little bit of chippy. Obviously, we saw the dugouts clear a couple times after Randy was hit by the pitch. Not the only hit by the pitch today or this season series. You guys have been hit 12 times. Did it feel like that was going to boil over and a little bit understandable? Obviously, tempers flare. Um, the, the history that we do have with the Yankees, everything that's kind of come through, obviously probably does play a part in it, but looking at it, so it's a last place team against a team that's in contention. You know, there's truth hurts. Trying to ignite something over there, whatever. Uh, not worth our time at this moment. You know, we're, we're focused on bigger things right now than worrying about a, a little on-field scuffle. You know, we need each game. They're, they're not really in each game. Oh! Oh, he's right. Oh, he's right. Yeah, but, yeah. Oh, I love that, though. You like hearing That'll come somebody back next say year. That'll come back next year. You think so? <laughs> it's, it's absolutely true. I just think it's hilarious. I just think it's hilarious. I still... I, do you have any idea? I, I'm not joking. Do you have any idea how the Rays continue to win baseball games? The Magic uh, Kingdom. The little world, the little underground world. There's something going on there. Uh, look, they're getting... They, you know what? The guys they have are playing... Playing well. Guys are stepping up. The uh, Again, the Rays, they find pitchers. Um, they play well. I I did not yeah. see this coming. I've been very vocal. I thought... <laughs> I thought the Jays had a shot at second place in the in the division. Yeah, I think Fairbanks being healthy is a big deal. I think Paredes having a breakout season hitting homers yeah. is a big deal. Rosarena is – he got a little attitude. You remember the Blue Jays in 15? Yep. They had a little attitude like the, bullies. Don't come in here. That what are you is doing exactly, throwing the ball in? We don't like that. That's How exactly. dare you? It's sort of that kind of feel to it, right? And that sort of makes up for a little bit of woes when it comes to – you got to be careful where you throw that ball. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, no, uh, there the the similarities between the 2015 Jays and, and that team is remarkable. So let's just say goodbye to the Rays and Orioles. They can go play amongst themselves, and you know we'll see them at some point in September. It's the Jays, the top three teams in the AL West, and the Red Sox who are vying for the wild card spots. The Mariners are in first place in the West. Kevin, the Mariners, remember? Oh my God, they were going to trade Teoscar at the deadline. They traded their closer. Jerry Depoto didn't know didn't know what he's doing. They gained seven and a half games on the Rangers over 12 days. Try that. Seven and a half games over the Rangers in 12 days. They got three games at home against Oakland this week and three against the Los Angeles Angels. Folks, get used to it. I mean. I'm going to say it right now. The Mariners are winning that division. And uh, they've won 11 of their last 12. And, I mean, Scott Service, their manager, man, he's excited. You know, our offense has been on a nice roll, and we continue to get better there. So that's where the focus needs to continue to be. We'll stay away from the scoreboard watching for right now. Um, But 
you know, it's what baseball's supposed to be like. Uh, keep you know, down it's the a Sunday game. The place is packed. The fans are into it. Uh, Every pitch, they understand where we're at in the season. Run through a wall for this know, man. Our guys are having a blast right now. Yeah, I'd run through a wall for this man. Yeah, since since the All-Star game, that is 41 games. They're sixth in stolen bases with 38. They're fifth in runs. They're second in OPS. They're second in home runs with 68. They're two best players to meet. Well, you can throw Suarez in there, too, who has 83 RBIs. Run producing is a big deal this time of the year. I have, I can do it, and you know I still can do it. That's a big deal. Rodriguez is a big deal, right, in 38 games since the, since the All-Star game. He's got 10 homers and 35 RBIs, and Cal Raleigh's got the 14 homers since then. Their best players are being their best players is the point. The Oscars and, and a heater. Absolutely. And it's so <laughs> – well, he's a role player. That, that's yeah. the kind of yeah. thing, right? What he does yeah. is gravy because these other dudes are sort yeah. of doing what they're doing. And the pitchers this year, their pitching th- staff is, the, has the, is fourth in baseball in pitches per inning. Which that is a big deal. Don't want to let the you know the the cat out of the bag when it comes to how I set you up. Don't want to show you too many elevated fastballs or too many sliders at fifteen point five nine. Yeah. Make the managers make the manager's decision a lot easier Absolutely. when you're you only go, throwing fifteen pitches an inning. Yeah, you go deeper in games, it makes it easier for him to match up, makes him look like a genius. So okay, I lied. Maybe Scott Service wasn't that excited, but I know this he's feeling better than our friend Bruce Boshi, whose team has lost nine of ten. They lost. La- yesterday, they blew a 5-0 lead. They ended up losing 7-6 in 13 innings to the Twins on a bases-loaded walk. So the Jays weren't the... The Jays probably didn't have the messiest uh, loss of the day yesterday. Uh, well, what say you, Marcus Semyon, about where the Rangers are? You know, I think it's anybody's division. So you look at us in the beginning of the year, you look at the, the division at the beginning of the year, you say the same thing. So... We got a lot of baseball to play this last month. Whoever plays the best baseball will be playing at the end. So that's the way I look at it. How much a difference will it be to play aggressive with desperation, but also try not to make little mistakes along the way? I'm Great sure question. that's a hard line. Yeah, I mean, the way we won a lot of games is by scoring a ton of runs. We're going to have to learn how to, you know, play in those close games and play well. The game on the line, uh, late innings, whatever the case may be. Um, we we got to figure that out and get it rolling. Yeah, the, uh, it was interesting. He, uh, Marcus Simeon was asked as well uh, a couple of days ago about um, the being, on, being a, the chaser and the team being chased. And he talked about when he was with the Blue Jays, you know, the, the difference. Yeah, uh, I mean, Texas. Texas has got the Mets and Twins again this week. Mm-hmm. The Astros, that's the team the Jays are currently chasing right now. They've got the Red Sox and the Yankees. That'll be fun, Astros and Yankees. The Red Sox have games with Kansas City this weekend. And we talked about this. They've been getting a lot of mileage out of their homegrown youngsters. So probably no surprise, Kevin, that they are going to call up, according to MLB.com, Sadon Lafayella. Uh, who is the their number three ranked prospect, 77th in MLB Pipeline's rankings. Reputation, he's a speedy elite defender. He can play center field and three infield positions. He's hitting 302. He's got an 870 OPS across, across AA and AAA. And we talked about this, how teams have brought up young guys this year and uh, given them a boost. And if you're the Red Sox, hell, it worked with Tristan Casas. He's up here. Brian Bayo's been up here as well. Why not? Yeah, you got nothing to lose, right? You're, you're sort of... On the on the outside looking in and and 
you know, you're going to give some guys chances. And I, just him coming up and, and having an opportunity to succeed and seeing what it's like late mm-hmm. in the season, American League East, you're playing some good teams to try and do it at the highest level is a big deal. You know, it's – Alex Cor. I know we over – you're right. I think we do overestimate the impact that managers have had in the team. Yeah. But very quietly, I think Alex Cor has done a nice job with that team considering – the issues they've had with pitching. Yeah, I think their organization's done a nice job. You, they didn't could, panic. They didn't overreact. You could give up on some young guys, send them down, do some things to Justin them. Justin Turner and Adam yeah, Duval yeah, have been there. Casas at first base. You, you know, you, he went through a yep. a pretty tough little time there for a long period of a, a Jared Duran. Absolutely. So they they're giving them opportunities to. Just to figure it out in the big leagues, I went through that. It's not the easiest thing to do, and you're doing it in Red Sox land, which, you know, they're sort of on the fringes of what they're trying to be, but they still want to win baseball games. So, yeah, it's who for them just to have, I think, a a top prospect who has tons of talent, can change the game on both sides of the ball. If you're a Red Sox fan, you got to like that, and you you look forward to seeing it, I think. All right, so we've got somebody's going to win the West. I think it's probably going to be Seattle. I like the Astros. Oh, yeah, yeah, I like the Astros. I think they're healthy. Uh, you think the Astros can win the West? I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I think it would be Seattle, but I mean, I wouldn't disagree with you mm. with the Astros because they are getting healthy. So let's, if you are the Blue Jays, uh, you've got games left against Texas. You've got no games left against Seattle. You actually have the tiebreaker with Houston. Yeah which could be important. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you've got a few more games left against left against the Red Sox. I'm not going to ask you which team you're aiming for because you're aiming for the team, obviously, that's right in front of you. Yeah. Do you think on this date right now, mm-hmm. one to ten, what's your degree of confidence that the Blue Jays make the playoffs? Ten's the highest. I go four. I, I think we've seen a long long enough period of time offensively that just consistently a decent pitcher who can throw a fastball up and throw a called strike secondary pitch early in account can consistently get this lineup out. That's the one thing. Pitching's been great. And and I do, I do this is just me. From the time that I walked around when I wasn't working at the field, there's some tension there. Like there's some what, whatever well, that better be. whatever that I, tension is, I, I said I said there this, better be tension. I said this to you whenever they didn't make a move at the trade deadline, just because probably they didn't have a better option to make that move than what they already have. That there was some eyebrows raised on the pitching side. We're doing our job. We everybody knows what we the did. Issue. The six man rotation. Every, every, we did. We did yeah, everything. We, We've we done we everything did, you wanted you us want, to. Absolutely, and and nothing happened. And I do think there's a little bit of. To, and they're still doing it. And I think that's carried over. And and I've also said, you know yeah. what? Nobody else really made a big deal. That's That doesn't wash in a clubhouse. That doesn't wash in a clubhouse. It's up to you if you're the general manager to force a big deal. And you know how you do that? It's by giving away probably more than you really want to give away. Uh, in order, in order to change things, but uh, I can't really, I can't really speak to that. I can only speak to what they didn't do, yeah. and that was help. What a obvious bad part of their game was, which is run producing. You just can't learn how to run produce uh, three quarters of the way into the season. It just doesn't work that way. It's time for Between the Lines, brought to you by Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. Well, I've got Kevin Barker back here, and now I also get uh, the lovely and talented Mark Boffo yes. to join me. I'm looking forward to this. Mm. Boffo has got the headphones on. a boy. There you go. 
Boffo is, he's kind of. His first day. Yeah, it's his first day. I know. The Spending that whole week at the at the uh, palatial Boffo uh, retreat. I'm jealous. Oh, I am too. I mean, I thought he had the plane, the, the float plane ready for us to fly up there, but apparently not. Go ahead, Boffo. Well, it's good to be back, guys. No, it isn't, but thanks for saying that. Hey, speak yeah, for, I'm happy. Speak for yourself. It's mm-hmm. great great to see you, Bart. Thanks. You too, buddy. All right, so we got Mom. Gray versus Gosman on the mound today for the Nationals and Blue Jays. We're looking at Kevin Gosman. Will he go over or under six and a half strikeouts tonight against the Nationals? Six and a half Ks for Kevin Gosman. What do you guys think? He is going to be asked to throw 175 pitches tonight after the bullpen. Yes. Not true. He goes, yes, yes, over, 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 over. I would say the more pitches he throws, the the less chances he has of having seven strikeouts. I'm going to take the under. Of course you are. He's going to get six. And the reason why, your, your answer was not a good one. Yeah, The reason why is in his last four starts in August. On a Monday. No. Okay. He's only had one start with six or more Ks. He's faced Cleveland, who basically has the same lineup that the Nats have. They don't strike out at all. To my point, the Nats have the second fewest amount of Ks in baseball. All right, they I'm taking the, the under. They have the second fewest amount of Ks in August. Okay, I'm taking the under. He's going to have a good game because he is very good against teams under 500. That's St. Louis, Kansas City, Tigers twice, Yankees twice, Cleveland, and the Angels. He's been really, really good and he doesn't give up a ton of runs, but not all the time against those really good teams that can put the ball in play because he has two pitches. And, oh, by the way, the finish ain't been real good, and the ball is running. And when it runs, if I'm a hitter, I can tell the difference between the two pitches. That means the pitch count goes up. He strikes out fewer batters. Now watch him go out and strike out 15, and I hope he does because I'm Well, uh, if you think he's going to strike out 15, I'm taking the over then. No, I'm taking the under. Oh. He's going to have a really good game, and I do think they're going to win, even though the Jays have only won, what, they're 12 and 13 when he pitches. They're not real good. They score a little over three runs. I say this again. The Nats are 27th in ERA in baseball. The Rockies that they're about to play are 29th. The A's, they're a double-A team. Kansas City is 28th in ERA. You're just If it's not right in front of you... That's got nothing to do with the does. Bad Rivers thing. It does. I just had to throw that in there. I'm taking the under anyway. All right, I'll take the under too. That was Between the Lines brought to you by Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. I, I, I you know, the only thing I... Gamble on his Premier League. I don't. I can't. I can't I, with baseball, I think. I think with my heart too much when it comes to these things. I really do. I think when you look at track record from a team and you see what a guy is going through, and only has two pitches. Now I'm not saying he doesn't have the stuff to strike out 15 because he might do that. But chances against a team who if will choke up with two strikes and try and put a ball in play. Don't really care if they get a hit. They know that defenses, and they're, you know, the best defense is not on the field for the Blue Jays. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Huh? yeah. So put the ball in play. You got a chance of winning them. Kevin Gossman has, on a couple of occasions, I wouldn't say he's called out, but if you think back oh, yes. to. You can say that. You think back to that series loss to the Baltimore Orioles where he made he made a comment about. Um, uh, 
basically the Orioles having a team-wide approach and then asking for a sense of urgency Mm -hmm. to the last outing. Um, Wonder what he's got in store tonight if they lose. I think it depends on how he does. He's got a pretty big voice in there. He's a big ligger. Like, he understands, been around long enough, been on some good teams. He knows what it takes occasionally to say it without saying it with the understanding that his teammates can hear it. He has a big voice in there, I think. Good for him to say it. Like, it's time. This is what I said. Mm-hmm. I, I understand that John Snyder, and, and we will on this show, no matter if he's my friend or not, and he is. Jeff knows this. I will say what needs to be said. Yeah, and he knows this, it. This time he of, knows. He does. We've, this time of the year, we've talked. it ain't the manager. No, I'm... It ain't the manager. You know, as we said as we said before, I, I've got to stick with my... I always judge a manager on how the bullpen is handled because to me, that's where he has the most impact in the game. It's not like you have an offensive coordinator in football. He can't change plays. He can't... Whatever. Uh, and the bullpen's been really good. They argue they got and the best pitchers I, I, have in baseball. And and I am with you. And I I think I deserve credit for being remarkably consistent. This I just think this lineup has been flawed from the get go. You have it has it's the been the Varsho flawed. thing, and you've been saying that forever. That can't be the move. And Belt can't can't be the there move. There you either. go. Anyhow, uh, Ben Wagner will join us live from the ballpark. Jim Duquette, former MLB GM, will be along as well. Don't go anywhere. I won't let you. It's Blair and Barker on Sportsnet 590, the fan Sportsnet. And yeah, Sportsnet. <laughs>